Hi again, editing Brad from the future. Once again, apologize to y'all for the little bit of ringing coming from Blue's side of things. It's actually fixed for next week's episode. So again, just apologize about that beforehand, but I promise next week it'll all be back to normal. We got the problem fixed. So again, many apologies. We got to fix for next week. All right, time to get back to the show. Love you, bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to B&B Anime. I am Blue. That is Brad, or I don't know which side. Hi, we're somewhere. I'm Brad. (laughs) (laughs) On my screen, he's that side, but I don't know if that's how it is. Yeah, Blue's over there. (laughs) (laughs) But how this is actually going to look in the final edit, I I don't fucking know. No idea. I I shouldn't be allowed to do any of this, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) And initially doing video was my idea. So, you know, here we are. Here we are doing your idea. I just wanted to make my life difficult. That's all it was. Yep. And yet here we are. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, here here we are. But you know what? Um, We learned something. Every day, apparently, we we learned something. Well, I mean, we just learned something this week. Oh what? (laughs) Golf anime is cool. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. Where did you think I was uh, going to go? That the, that I bit that no we talked idea. about last week, that didn't even make it into the edit. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> and nobody yeah, will no ever know. God, I put so much work into editing last week's video. That is the most I've worked on an episode, and I can't tell you how long. Because it was... My stomach just growled. Stomach chon? Yeah. Aha, return. Return. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I'm here for that. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about golf this week, but before we get into golf, uh, how you? I'm okay. Still in the same. It's kind of costing as I was last week, except it's deteriorating rapidly. <laughs> um, yeah, I have another appointment. Coming up on the 21st. I don't even know what the date is. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow. I have an appointment tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Where they're going to maybe change the cost to a new one. I don't know. We will see. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So just just still dealing with this. My hip's completely healed now except for the bruise. Um, And then I just have like... It's kind of gross, but I have flaky skin, Aye. like all, all down here. Because obviously, like your skin peels just like naturally, and uh-huh. you don't even notice that it's peeling it. But because it's like in a confined thing, mm-hmm. like every now and again, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, like my skin is like scaly, like a lizard. Like I need to, <laughs> I need to exfoliate it." <laughs> but um, obviously, I can't. Um, yeah, so that's like the new thing. I feel like every time. Every time, like every week, I discover something that's like, oh, that's weird. Mm. You know? Yeah. You've had a few broken limbs. I have. I've broken my wrist. I have broken my ankle. Uh, We're not going to talk about all of my current (laughs) list of things I deal with, but as far as like actually broken, yeah, 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 that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you have the scaly skin thing with your cast like over your... I don't recall. No. <laughs> it's I been think, so I think, long. I think part of it's the cast, but I think also part of it was like the the pink cleaning solution or whatever it was. I guess like what what is it that they would normally that they used to use or sometimes use, like the the yellow stuff. Um before surgery, they like coat you in like iodine. Um but they didn't use that for me or maybe it's like an iodine solution or something but it wasn't like pure iodine it was like pink i don't know whatever it was but i think it dried out my skin as well so like yeah i think that's another reason interesting yeah i wouldn't know the only surgery i've ever had was getting my wisdom teeth removed that's it yeah no other surgery surgery is i could uh i could probably do surgery at some point if i felt (laughs) like it but no no i'm good I am I'm no. very good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Surgery is certainly something. Takes you out of it for a while. Yeah, no, I'm good. I am I I'm beyond good. I will stay as far away from that as humanly possible. I'm I'm good. Yeah. 
very, very, very good. Yeah. Well, that's me, really. I haven't done much of anything. Just <laughs> I say, not that you really can do anything at the no. moment. <laughs> no, I'm like, I used a fork with my right hand for the first time yesterday. That was about it. <laughs> I was going to say, considering you can't really do anything with your wrist, how was that? Was it just... Um... It was... It, yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> this way. Um, there's no coordination, hardly any grip strength. It was it probably easier to just use my left hand. Ah, you know what? It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of it. Are you getting I'm any better ex- with your left hand? Yeah. Like my writing is legible now, nice. which is fine. Um, yeah, so slightly ambidextrous now is something that I can claim. So proud of you. <laughs> so, so very proud. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, my left arm has gotten stronger. I can feel that for sure. Mm-hmm. My left arm was already stronger than my right arm in like, like strength. <laughs> I was going to say in weights, <laughs> but like in strength. Because like I would always favor my right arm. So I would like carry the coffee beans and everything at work and stuff like always in my, in my left so I would like detail oriented was always right, but like if anything I had to lift heavier would always go my left. But now it's like both detail and strength is going on my left side. And so I'm like, I'm gonna end up with a really weak, <laughs> stupid little <laughs> right arm. Take my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like my physio is gonna have some a real challenge to <laughs> to figure out what to do with that, because yeah. So I've, uh, that's fun. I told you about how, like, what the difference between my legs were whenever I broke my ankle, right? Yeah, the size difference. Yeah, like, yeah. literally went from, like, let me, I can't even wrap my arms around, or wrap my hands around my leg how it currently is. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got big hands. <laughs> but, and, like, whenever I took the, whenever I got the cast off my leg, I should you not, was probably about that big around. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've always had like massive legs, but whenever that cast came off, it was not good. It was not good at all. So it took it took a while to build that back up. No, I believe it. So yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll be in for fun, but it it's all it's all fine. It's all fine. Yeah, all fine. Yeah. Something, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to do some like shoulder stretches yesterday because i ended up getting like muscle knots in weird places that i haven't had so i'm like trying to like roll them out with like one of those foam roller things Mm -hmm. and doing like old gym class like arm circles from when you were like seven and you just used (laughs) to like whip your arm around as fast as possible to get through them and now as an adult i'm like (laughs) it's like whenever i get up in the morning i stretch i'm just like like oh Oh, yeah (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> as much as that it's was the sound effect right me. then, like I felt my shoulders actually crack whenever I did that. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's my shoulders. My shoulders? My my ankles for me, um, that that are the ones that crack. As soon as I like put my feet on the ground from getting out of bed, it's just a crack and then every time I take a step upstairs it's like ugh, <laughs> all the way up. I can constantly make my left ankle pop. Like, if I just sit there and do circles with my foot, like, it pops every time it makes through the rotation. Like, yeah. Yeah, my toes are like that. They just keep clicking every time I flex them. Interesting. Yeah. We are we are very interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting old. That's what's happening. I'm going to be old tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm gonna be 28. Oh no, I'm gonna be old. You're gonna be really old. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> oh. Nearly 30. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> God, 30 is gonna be here before I know it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So that's. That's pretty much all I've got going on at this point. Getting old tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then went to a concert on Friday. It's fun to see the homie again. Yeah. That was enjoyable. And then got another concert coming up in a little over two weeks. Yeah. I get to go see Baby Medal. I'm very excited. Oh, that's so fun. I'm so excited. 
Yeah. But also, I was very smart. I made sure to get tickets all the way in the very back. So that way, nobody's going to bump into me. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a metal concert. I've never been to a metal concert, but I've seen videos of, like, pits and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm a big boy. Yeah. I don't think me and a pit would get along very well. No. You would be the beacon that everyone's like, I'll meet you by that guy. <laughs> tall <laughs> if guy. If you get lost, find that guy. <laughs> yeah, tall guy. All the way up front. Go find him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, I should have gotten pit tickets and then just went to the very front. That way I could just fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be my first time seeing a Japanese band live, so I'm, like, extremely excited. Yeah. But, nah, I was, I got in the very back, so that way, and I also put us, like, right in front of the stairs, that way nobody, mm-hmm. like, we don't have to cross in front of anybody, nobody's going to be crossing in front of us, really, so I was smart on how I got tickets yeah. this time. <laughs> but that way, everything is a-okay. <laughs> but God, That's I'm exciting. So excited. I'm so excited. I will yeah. definitely let y'all know. And especially Post, you know, um, like as soon as the concert's on the Instagram. done. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yee. But yeah, so that's um that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So Birdie Wing? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is about to be the most like steamrolled set of episodes you and I record because at this Uh, point so little to talk about I know I know we're like it's my life's really boring when I'm in the country because there's nothing to do I was gonna say there's nothing for you to do and then at this point my life is literally consumed with nothing but anime and currently Baldur's Gate and prepping for D&D yep because yeah, I'm so. assuming we'll be resuming our campaign sometime in the near future. Yeah. And then on top of that, I've got so many people interested in in-person D&D right now. Mm. Where I'm going to have to run two separate campaigns. That's fun. So I... A lot, but fun. <laughs> it, it's going to be a lot. But here's the thing. Like for our campaign that we're doing, I'm going to be... Um, like, it's all entirely custom, all homebrewed. Like, everything that I'm doing is purely out of my imagination, which mm. probably not the greatest thing in hindsight to do for, you know, us doing an actual production out of it to make it into, like, a stream and a podcast. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of hiccups on my end because, again, dumbass. But, um, no, but you're good at improv, so I feel like you can, like skirt around any issues that might crop up oh absolutely and it's just kind of one of those things to where i'm quite literally like i have a general idea of what we're going to get into for each episode but i everything is literally written in pencil if written at all Mm. and then i'll go back and take notes while i'm editing to where it's like okay is this going to become a reoccurring character like what are we going to do with this and so on and Mm. so forth so yeah, it's uh it's gonna be a trip. But for the two in person campaigns, I'm doing all like pre made modules, so I can improv where needed. But I won't have to put like as much time and resources into those because I mean, not gonna lie, the main one I care about is ours. <laughs> mm. But I just want to play D and D. Like I'm just having yeah. like such a great time, like digging into everything and like figuring out how I want to do things, and also like figuring out you know, all the different voices and whatnot I can do for it. Like, it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and like d and is kind of, it's kind of a gateway drug into nerdum. <laughs> it like, really is. Because like, once you start doing D&D, then like, you're like, okay, well, I, now I want to go to a Ren Faire, which you discovered that there's a local Ren Faire to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in spring, right? Uh, it'll be in May. So yeah, yeah. late spring. Yeah. Yeah, so now you got to, like, figure out how you're going to, like, what you're going to do for that. Because it's, like, several weekends yours is. Yeah, now, granted, it's, um, like, I think it's a similar schedule the entire time. So every day mm-hmm. you go, you just got to look at the schedule and, like, plan out how you're going to spend mm-hmm. the time. Because they have multiple events going on all throughout the day. 
yeah at like the allotted time so therefore it's like oh i can do these things this day and then these things this day they have legitimate jousting yeah 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 yeah. so i'm very intrigued for that and of course if you want to hop a plane and come hang out with us i'm just saying it's very tempting (laughs) that could be like a pre-japan hangout just just saying yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah so like you start up with D&D, then I feel like you go to Renfairs, and then it's really not far from Renfairs to LARPing, and once you're in the LARPing world, that's like, I don't think you can ever escape from being a nerd once you start LARPing. Pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, I got to thinking about it, like, one thing I would really enjoy is if, like, B&B gaming could take off to the point where we could play, like, an actual game of D&D, like, for the podcast, at an actual Renfair. Oh, that would be sick. Like, that, that would, would be, be so, so sick. sick. Like, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we need goals. To start, <laughs> yeah, we need to start doing more, like, that kind of content as well as the anime stuff. Because although, like, we're huge, like, otakus, we love anime, we are also nerds in, like, other genres mm-hmm. of nerd as well. Yeah, and so that's why, like, we've talked about, like, branching out our content a little bit. And I've got uh, some of my friends from church. That are mm-hmm. like, A, going to help me start digging into the um, like audio side of things so I can actually mm-hmm. learn audio engineering to where hopefully I can build up a resume enough to where I don't need to go back to school. Like I'll pay that the couple grand to go back to school. However, in this day and age, as we are all currently aware, degrees don't mean shit <laughs> anymore. No, especially tech degrees. Like my brother, he went to university for programming. Mm-hmm. By the time the textbooks are written for, like, the programming course in university, they're out of date. Because technology is going so fast that, like, they can't keep up. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, like, and for programming especially is really weird because all the, the, like, companies that want programmers, they want them to be experienced in the type of code that they exclusively have in their job, but they won't take entry-level workers. And so they're just, like biting themselves in the ass because they're like you have to know our specific code have at least one year of experience in it but we're the only people who use this code and we don't take entry-level workers Mm -hmm. yeah that's logical that makes so much sense yeah and again it's so weird because we got in this conversation back in high school my high school stats teacher god love her she Mm. was an a phenomenal individual and incredibly knowledgeable in you know everything that she discussed and one of the things she discussed was like how there's a constant shift between like what's being pushed at the time to where like back whenever you and i were in school they were still heavily pushing the whole like get a degree type thing Mm -hmm. to where now like we had just discussed degrees don't mean shit anymore and it's all about experience so Mm -hmm. and we had that discussion then to where she told everybody, she was like, listen, like I realize the whole like big push now is to get a degree. She's like, look, it's literally a roller coaster all throughout life. Like every few years, degrees are what you need. And then trades are what you need. So it's Mm -hmm. just like an ever evolving roller coaster of like, do whatever like you want to do. That's going to make you, you know, happy and make you want to succeed in life because a piece Mm -hmm. of paper don't mean shit. If a piece Mm -hmm. of paper isn't what your employer or what you yourself are looking for. Yeah, especially in things like, I feel like tech, anything in the arts, um, a lot of tech is related to the arts, that kind of thing. If you're not dealing in like science or medicine or law or something, you don't, it's not necessary for you to know all of the history related to everything because everything is so current and constantly changing that you need to be looking at your projections as opposed to like i don't know thousands of years of history exactly (laughs) you know so like i don't know it's it's if you're gonna go to school for something you know for instance like i'm in art school go for the classes that you want don't worry about the degree at the end of the day that would be my advice like like when i choose my classes for school i choose the ones that i genuinely am interested in i don't really care about whether or not they're giving me the credits i need to be able to graduate Mm -hmm. because i don't care about graduating the same way that i think a lot of the like 18 year olds that got fresh out of high school and then went straight into university like they are trying to just rip through it as fast as they can so they can get a degree 
and like start working immediately but in the art world a degree doesn't mean anything unless you want to be an art historian in which case just a regular degree doesn't mean everything you need to go so much further and end up like getting I don't know like a doctorate in history like if you're gonna worry about getting an education worry about the actual subject matter of your education don't necessarily worry about what you have to have to be able to graduate because is the classes that you're taking actually supplementing the knowledge that you want or are they just classes that the university is making you take because it's an institution that wants to make money and so they're forcing you to pay for classes that actually aren't going to do anything for you at the end of the day exactly and that's why i think a lot of students nowadays because most universities are four-year universities Hmm. and so most students nowadays they'll spend their first two years like going through all of their gen ed stuff Mm -hmm. to where they get all of the necessary credits that they need to graduate and then the last two years they can actually focus on the classes that they truly need to -hmm. take to be able to like pursue the line of work that they're wanting to go into or pursue their interests or anything like that so yeah yeah and i find that that way of thinking frustrates me not from the student's perspective but from the school's perspective that they force you to take classes that are not going to help you at the end of the day because they say that you need to have a certain number of credits to be able to graduate the credits that you need to have don't have anything to do with where you want to target yourself but they're trying to make money so they force you to pay for these hundreds of dollars worth of classes thousands of dollars worth of classes that don't provide you with anything Mm -hmm. like just because you need the credits to graduate when they're the ones who set up how many credits you need so exactly what type of credits so yeah they're just doing it for their own gain and they're doing it they're not doing it to provide anything for the students and it's why i think i know so many people who have dropped out after their first and second year because they burnt out by the time that they got to choose the classes that they actually wanted to take. They were already done with school mentally because it's so taxing having to go to classes that you're paying for that you don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only that, but I mean, not to, you know, fall back into old habits because we've, we've heavily discussed like the educational system on this podcast, even though we are neither qualified nor is this the podcast to actually discuss the educational system in any way whatsoever (laughs) because we are here to be nerds however just the way school has changed Hmm. over the years in that like back whenever you know our parents were in school trades were a lot more of a viable thing in schools like they had full-on shop classes and automotive classes and stuff like that to where now I don't know a fucking school that has a shop class around here. And like, I'm yeah. in the South where everybody's like, ah, oh, you got work in construction. You got to know how to work with your hands and be able to do all this shit. And yet there's no, like, you can't learn that going through yeah. school now. And like, they're forcing kids to like, take all these other classes to learn different things. Now for me, I have no issues with like them, like trying to shove foreign languages, like into kids curriculum, but give them more options. Like don't just be like, all right, you're required to take all of these classes here. And the only electives that you can focus on, you might be able to take one a year. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I always found that really dumb as well. And like, Canada is a bilingual country, so it makes sense for us to have um, French classes because mm-hmm. obviously half the, well, not half the country, but like we're supposed to have about, and we're all supposed to be both bilingual. Um, but uh, our second language class was Spanish, which I can understand because of the heavy Spanish population, Spanish speaking population in America. Oh, yeah. Um, and America being our neighbor. But I always found it strange that things like Mandarin weren't offered because it's the most spoken language globally. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I feel like that should be an offered language. For us, we did have some trades classes. We did have a shop in both middle school and high school. There was the option for shop. I took it in middle school. We also had um, home ec classes um, where we had full kitchens and we didn't have like a sewing studio though, which I thought was interesting. Just like kitchens. 
Um, and then there was also the option to take a like a makeup class. Um, so you could go into um, doing professional makeup for mm-hmm. um, for that. But I know some of the other high schools outside of my district had like like for the cosmetics classes and stuff, they had the option for you to get actual certifications whilst you're in high school. Like if you're above the age of 16, you could um, take courses there. And by the time you had graduated from high school, you already had like a base level qualification in cosmetics, which I thought was like useful. Um, but I feel like that should be that there should be like mechanics classes. Um, I feel like there should be a, a lot more trades. Like when my dad was um, in school, he left school, he graduated, graduated, it's not really referred to in that way in the UK, but he had graduated at 17 and went into his apprenticeship as an optician um, where he, this is back in the day. So opticians back then used to like, actually shape the lenses of glasses like grind them Mm -hmm. so they would you would go to an optometrist for your prescription the prescription was then handed to the optician the optician would then grind the glass to make your glasses um and fit them now obviously machines do the um the actual grinding process so he just sends away for it and then gets your prescription filled but i thought i always thought that that was fascinating that straight out of school he went into an apprenticeship and now he has the same levels of qualifications as what people now have to go to university to get those qualifications in, but mm-hmm. he had never done it in like my dad has a degree equivalent, but he doesn't have a degree because he never went to school for it. He did it through trades. But then when they were like, okay, now you actually have to go to school for it. They gave all of the people who had already done all of their trades work a degree equivalent so that they could just continue working in the position they were in. They weren't all of a sudden completely unqualified. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always found that interesting that they switched it from being a trade to an academic career. Mm. Like for us, we had, like, I know the high school that I graduated from has like one of the best uh, cosmetology programs in the state mm. to where, like, I think to be a licensed cosmetologist, like you got to have several hundred like clinical hours to actually be a licensed mm-hmm. cosmetologist. And if you took cosmetology all throughout high school, um, I think you would literally graduate high school with being like not too far under the required amount to like fully become licensed. So you just have to go to a school and maybe work like a semester or so just to get like true shop hours. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, all right, here's your license and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, um, do you know when we got a home economics class? When? The year after I graduated. <laughs> Love that for you. So the year that I was graduating, they were building the home ec classroom. So I I remember like them doing all the work on that because I went to a couple of the fuck off outside. God, I haven't had to say that in a while, but holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, so we had that. Um, we had a nursing program that was actually mm. decent. Then outside mm-hmm. of that, we had criminal justice, which obviously I've talked about. Like, that's what I dove heavily into while I was there that I now regret. But And then they had some, like, information tech to where we learned, like, some coding, like, how to build PCs. And then you could go into, like, the video production side of things. Like, we had uh, one of the top broadcasting uh, programs in the entire country. Like it was ranked nationally for at least the entire time I was in high school. And then it kind of dipped. I'm not sure why. I don't know what happened where I had no hand in it. I wish I had actually went through the broadcasting program because then I would not be nearly as ignorant in all of the shit that I am now. But that was options that we had available to us at that particular time. And then now, again, it seems like it's all kind of funny things. But yeah, that's that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. I took film class. They they weren't like, like you, you wouldn't ever get any, I don't know, like, like qualifications or like any like real substantial, like knowledge from the classes. I mean, I went to a pretty small high school in the middle of nowhere. So reasonably, but like they were kind of more like for fun, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so like I, we had a film class. It's where I met the twins in the film class where it was just like make some dumb little home movies and then edit them together for a grade basically. 
whereas like we didn't ever learn anything about like film history or have like legit editing structure or whatever it was like here's the the editing program play with it and have fun if you have any questions ask the teacher but like most of the time it was just like a free-for-all which was great as kids because it really inspired our imagination to just kind of go wild but it would have been nice to have had some actual instructional content to do with that kind of stuff rather than just I guess it was kind of like the equivalent of having um, a drama class where if you just improv the whole time, the teacher just watches you play around as, and then never having an actual play that you mm-hmm. put on. It's kind of like that or like um, having a weights room in the gym and the teacher's just at their desk and you're kind of doing your own thing. So they never actually give you instructions on like form or, you know, anything like that. And so that was kind of frustrating. I will say I never did my final year of high school. So maybe if I had continued the last year of high school would have been a little bit more intense in the learning front. But for my first two years in film class, I didn't really learn much of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then my school was supposed to be a sports school. They tried really hard to make it a sports school, but the student body wasn't having it. And uh, like, I think I've said a couple of times how like we had a cheerleading squad for about four years before nobody signed up. And so they had to cancel the cheerleading squad Mm -hmm. because yeah, nobody wanted to be a part of it. Um, we had a American football team. We don't have school hockey teams in Canada. Like the hockey teams are like a outside league. So I feel like, you know, there were like, I don't know. It was like, I feel like a high school hockey team would have actually been really beneficial to the student body for increasing a sports like vibe around the school. Mm-hmm. But, um, nobody really gave a shit. Like nobody in where I went to school in Canada, nobody went to the football games for fun, you know? Whereas, like, I feel like in America, it's more of a thing to, like, for the student body to support the football team, even at away games. Like, like it's, like, it's part of your socializing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Whereas out here, it's it's really not, like, it's it's not what you would, like, you wouldn't ask your friends, like, hey, are you going to go to the football game? Like, it's not a question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Um, nobody cares. Um, which I think was kind of <laughs> damaging to the ego of the football players, but kind of. Because like they're these young teenage lads who have like they try just as hard as anybody. And then they're watching American football and it's like a huge thing. Like college football is a huge thing. High school football is even televised, like it's a thing. And then they go to their games at high school, and like a lot of American television is shown on Canadian tv like it just is um and they're not getting anywhere near the level of like attention Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they get like kind of like sad about it i guess yeah um because it's yeah i guess it's like it's not a thing yeah i don't know i always found that interesting there's there's actually a law in canada about the amount of um TV show content and like radio content, I think it's like 25% of the content has to be Canadian made because so much of our shit is American. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why Canada is now suing Google or whichever way around it is to be like, Hey, pay our journalists for using our, their content on your sites because you're just promoting a whole bunch of American stuff and our Canadian journalists are getting flushed under, like they're getting flushed away. Nobody's seeing any of their content. And then you're then picking up whatever scraps you want to pick up, projecting them on the front cover of your whatever, and then the journalists aren't making any money for it. So screw you. And then Google's been like, well, then we're just not going to pay you and we're going to cut off all of your content. And Canada's like, bet. (laughs) Go on then. (laughs) Isn't Google, like, their front page algorithm just all about who pays the most anyway? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but Canada said, no, you can't do that anymore. So Australia has already done it. And Google said the same thing to them. They were like, I think it was Facebook and Google were like, um, fine, then we just won't promote anything in your countries. Like, that, in your, like, we won't do anything. And then Australia was like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Cut us off as an entire country. Let's see how that goes for you. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then they tucked their tail between their legs and, and paid Australia. So Canada is following in their footsteps and I wouldn't be surprised if America follows soon as well. Mm-hmm. So all of that looping back around to what we, you know, normally discuss here. 
Um, are we qualified to be anime journalists at this point? <laughs> I mean, we have the experience. <laughs> Quite. I mean, we sit yeah. here and literally discuss anime for hours <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have, uh, we no have enough hours. But we have the experience. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We have degrees in bullshit. <laughs> that we do. Yeah. We, we are professors of bullshit. Quite literally. We have our doctorates in this. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of sports and high school sports, golf. Golf. <laughs> Why did it take us so long to watch this show, man? Um, because golf doesn't exactly sound fun, even though I'm... mafia and lesbians definitely are fun. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I was shocked at how much I enjoyed this. Like I've heard nothing but really good things. And again, how telling is literally just hearing the tagline lesbian golf mafia. Yeah. But then actually getting around to watching the show, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. It's so good. So yeah, been very, very enjoyable. And yeah, very sad that it took us this long to get around to watching the first core. <laughs> should have, uh, I should have finished the show. Yeah. I just ran out of yeah. time. <laughs> I know, I'm probably going to finish it today. Like, I probably won't finish and... it today because I'm smack dab in the middle of binging Critical Role <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. I can always adjust the schedule to where we can do the rest of the first season next week. Just saying. I mean, I mean. <laughs> I got a long car ride to and from the hospital tomorrow, so I feel like watching some anime in the car. Will um, it give you car sickness? Probably. Is it worth it? Yes. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Birdie Wing. Birdie Wing. So Birdie Wing is a anime original. Mm. It is produced by Bandai Namco. And it had its original run from April through June of 2022 for the core that we watched. Yes. And then picked up its run again through April and June of 2023. <laughs> yes. So it has a total of 25 episodes. We are covering the first 12, although it would appear that I fucked up and episode 13 was the end of the first season but you know what i feel like we chose a very good cutoff yes yeah so i and am perfectly content with where we stopped yeah um i will I, so i'm not going to go into much of the background details mainly because i will leave the comparisons for like scoring and stuff when we do the second core mm -hmm. um but i will say i'm gonna put a very large trigger warning out there for children in very dangerous sexual situations yeah um that's like probably the, i mean and like blood and guts and mafia stuff but like you know that's kind of part of the course of anime like i don't feel like that's any it's not like extreme in ways yeah no that that's pretty much typical especially for a lot of the stuff that we've covered no no that's that's pretty much yeah. typical but there is a heavy theming of, like, our main characters, like, they're competing in, like, under 15 championships. Like, they're very young. Um, but there's a very, very heavy sexual influence throughout all of it. And also you are dealing with the mafia. And it's pretty gritty the way that they, like, it's, it's quite realistic. I don't really know much about the mafia in real life. Um, but, like, they, they do have themes of, like, the fact that these are young women and, you know, immigrants and, you know, this is, that's a little bit of life, but it's a little bit heavy. So that's where I'm going to put that trigger warning out there. Um, but in general, the story is really fun and um, like just kind of, there's elements of it that's really sweet. Um, but I did want to mention that, that it, it, that's a pretty consistent theme throughout. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Chicken hats? Or Chicken hats. Background? Back, quick, back, quick <laughs> overview. Golf. Gol Done. Golf. Chicken hats. <laughs> 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 
Oh, th- literally, we've said it all with golf, and then the tagline "Lesbian Golf Mafia." <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. So we've we've done everything we need to say as far as yeah. background goes. <laughs> I do feel like the title gives me more um, badminton than golf. I mean, I, mean, I get birdie, but like badminton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see badminton. It it makes sense. Yeah, except we call them shuttlecocks in the UK. The only the only time I ever really see them referred to as shuttlecocks was Tonica Coon, and then every time I saw it, because obviously the word cock, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a, when I was in primary school, that was hilarious to me. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I am a child. I will be the first to admit, child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm here for it. Um, yeah, so it's cool. I don't really know what to say. (laughs) Uh, yeah, very good. First of all, OP, good, ED, slaps. Yes. The watercolor on the ED was incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, I just very much enjoyed that whole art style. The song Mm -hmm. was also very good. Enjoyed that a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so many good things to say. Very, very many good things. Story. Yeah. Great. Music. Great. I I love the way, like, as with JJK that we talked about last week, the sound design on this was impeccable. Yes. Yeah. Sound design was really, really good. The There was a CGI element to it that was sometimes noticeable, but only because we watch for it. If you were just viewing casually you wouldn't notice i mean so here's the thing it is noticeable like especially mm-hmm. for you and i but it didn't detract from anything no. like no. everything worked and i feel like if they tried to hand draw all of this stuff especially the custom underground mafia golf courses yeah that would have been rough agreed and i can i that further connects to me because there's a couple scenes where you get shots of characters walking and they clearly hand drawn them and they were almost more jarring than if they had just done them in CGI mm-hmm. because like the movement in general was most like there was quite a bit of it that was CGI and then so every now and again when you would see the hand drawn versions that felt weird yeah And now, granted, I will say, they did an impeccable job with a lot of the vehicle work in this. Yeah. Because most of the anime that we watch, like, the backgrounds and everything are done in 2D, and then they insert CGI vehicles. Whereas Mm -hmm. this one, I felt like they did more, like, CGI backgrounds that might have been hand-drawn over to give it a little bit more of a 2D feel. Mm -hmm. With 2D vehicles. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the train scene was one of those that kind of stood out to me. Like it was very well done. Like a lot of the scenery was done in 3D, but I felt like the train was done in more of a 2D style. And even the cars that were driven, like they were pretty much all done in 2D as well Mm -hmm. to where I was like, okay, that that's very good. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked that as well. I will say that sometimes the hand sizes were kind of funny to me uh um, yeah <laughs> yeah like there was there was one scene where um i can't remember who somebody was getting a massage and the masseuse their hands were like half the size they should have been and it was making me giggle really bad because it was like baby hands on a big person it was really <laughs> funny so um that would yeah that was my slight criticism with the and that was with just like the 2d drawing Mm-hmm. would be proportionally in regards to anime proportion because obviously anime proportion is not human proportion it was still a little bit off at times um but hands are really difficult and especially hands in motion and also hands that like aren't like predominant hands throughout the series like in that case it was just like an npc um shot but it was also a focal shot, like, that you were supposed to be looking at the hands. There was nothing else to look at, really, except, like, side boob. But, like, um, I mean, um, so, like, yeah, the hands are what you were looking at. So then you, it became obvious that they were off. Um, so that's a slight criticism there is, like, sometimes proportionally things were a bit weird. 
Yeah, I mean, that that does make sense. Mm-hmm. But, but I also feel like that's the kind of thing that a junior animator would be the person to animate. Like, I feel like that's probably someone who's still kind of learning. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, whoever whoever you are. I'm sure you're doing great. Um, yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things to where Bandai hasn't done too awful much of their own mm-hmm. productions. Yeah. And with that also being said, I feel like hands are kind of, I mean, as you said, hands are hard. Mm-hmm. But especially... I feel like hands have never really been proportional in anime for the most part. No. Well, there's... Like, not to sit here and play devil's advocate to your argument. No, but (laughs) it's true, though, because, like, there's... It's, like, a joke um, with, like, certain romances that, like, the hands are really, really big on the men. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, like, they're cupping, like, their romantic lead's face, and their hand is the size of their head. Like, it's, like, a thing that it's, like, it's, like, there are running jokes about that. So, Never I guess that. it's just one of those, yeah, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, kind of funny, and that's why I'm, like, not, it's not a huge criticism for me. It's just something that did pull me out of the anime because I was watching it, and I was like, ha, baby hands. And it just <laughs> made me think of those little, like, the puppet baby hands. <laughs> I just like giggling about it. So yeah, it's not necessarily a criticism, but it, it did make me laugh. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that, so that's great. I kinda wanna go back and find that. Yeah, I can't remember what episode <laughs> it is. Um but yeah, it's probably like episode six or seven. Yeah. Can we fun. uh can we talk about how we got a fucking RPG shot in a sports <laughs> anime? <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. No, neither was I. Slightest. I don't know why I'm so tickled, but it's it's a sports anime. I <laughs> uh, granted there is mafia involved, so I kind of I get it. <laughs> Whenever you see a politician get blown to smithereens from an RPG. <laughs> In a high school sports anime. It was there was the the secretary next to him who turns to him and she's like senpai or something. I can't remember what she says, but she just looks at him. She just yells it and then like like oh my god, you're gonna die. Not (laughs) I was laughing at that because I was like, you know, you're gonna die too. Like it's not it's not just him that's going out here now. I was dying. Like as soon as I saw the dude lean out of the car with it, I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> and then I just lost it. It was, was so like, slow as well. It was like he's there yes. for like seconds aiming at them and they're just like, oh no. And then like literally nothing happens and then and then all of a sudden it's fired. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so <laughs> stupid, but it's so good. Oh. Uh, also the fact that Eve doesn't even know her name. Yeah. And nobody called her out on it either. <laughs> that cracked me up every time. I was like, please, somebody call her out on taking out her passport and looking at her name to make sure it was right. Please. <laughs> they never did. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, and then um, what else is there? Yeah. There's the... Oh, the VR element was really cool. Yeah, the VR element was really cool. Although I will say I'm surprised the Persona people did not come after them. Wait, did Ban did Bandai do Persona? Hold up, wait a minute. I gotta look this up. Who can get there first? No, I did not want to open Da Vinci. Please don't open. Uh, no. Okay. So yeah, if you look at so let me hang on. Let me. Uh, I got what I wanted finally. Buzz, buzz. Oh, you just sent me something on. Buzz, buzz. Oh, I see. Yeah. So between that and then her um, outfit in the uh, VR game. Hold up. Mm -hmm. That's literally all I could think of. I was like, hmm, this feels like a Persona (laughs) ripoff right about now. (laughs) Couldn't help it because that was literally the first thing that came to my brain. Kind of, it's more, yeah, there's, like, definitely a, 
Like there's Same a strong vibe. resemblance there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, obviously it's not, and you know, styles can be, you know, copied over, yeah. or, you know, taken, I guess, and used as inspiration. Yeah. That was literally the first thing that came to my mind, and I was like, that's suspicious. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, yeah. the VR elements were cool. And even like the golf course animation was very good. Like mm-hmm. I like a lot of the work that they did on that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really, really interesting the aspect of having a like mechanical golf course that you can physically change the layout of. Mm-hmm. Um I also just really enjoy the element of having an underground like golf mafia vibe like i know that's like the main point of the show but like it feels like something that i would believe happens if like if there was a scandal or something and some politician was like in had actually bet like 10 million of like the taxpayers dollars on like an underground golf tournament i would believe it like that's not something that i would be skeptical about hearing oh absolutely not yeah like, how many deals are made on the golf course with millionaires and billionaires every single day? Like, that's their main point of networking, I feel like, is is golf. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Golf and tennis are, like... They're, like, rich people sports. They're, like... Oh, especially golf. Like, there's yeah. so much old money in golf. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I detest country clubs. Because they're mm-hmm. viewed as this thing that is, like, you know, so prestigious and all of that. And it's, like... That's very classist in a way. It's yeah. because of how expensive fucking country clubs are. Yeah, there's there's loads of them in Central Alberta because obviously we're a prairie. Like we have fields and fields and fields. And so there's there's a shit ton of golf courses around here. And there's a lot of oil field money here as well. So um like it's a thing. It's like you like you see like the same people that have the that have bought up the entire lakefront with their cabins that they've ripped down the old original cabins around the lake and built up their huge ones and then cut off the beach and everything and have tried to buy the provincial parks and stuff like those guys are the same guys that are on the the golf courses that are the same guys that own you know like everything <laughs> around us that yeah. are the same guys that are putting all of their money into the oil field and like gas companies that are pretending that they're green and advertising themselves to the young market as being clean energy, despite the fact that they're still using oil. Like it's those same, they're all the same people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's very funny to see the opposing side of things like the, the, cause you don't hear about like, there's no such thing as like a street golf, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, no. Like, there's like street versions of most sports. There's like, I mean, there's like mini golf, but like, that doesn't really, like, not in the same way. Like, it's like, yeah, um, no, no, that does not even remotely scream street golf. No, but like, like, high class sports have a grungy version of them. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's a, it's a different sport entirely, but in the same field. For instance, skiing is, like, the high-class sport, but, like, snowboarding is, like, the street version of it. And people actually do street snowboard where they're, like, set up ramps and shit, like, just anywhere in, like, the city and stuff. Um, Skateboarding and, like, is just street snowboarding. <laughs> I mean, it kind of... It literally is. But, like... But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, the the elite version of a sport, and then there's the underground version. But golf doesn't really have that. It's all elite. It doesn't. Yeah. It's all rich people. Like, you can't casually golf. No, no, absolutely not. Golf is such, like, a technical skill-based sport, too. To where, like, a lot of stuff, like, you can play recreationally and, like, get into it and be relatively okay. Mm -hmm. Golf is not... No. Golf is so technical. Yeah. I've tried to play golf. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I've played once. Yeah. I'll, I, don't uh, even, I don't really remember it, to be honest. I'm glad they go out and sit on a cart and drive around and drink. Yeah. My one I'm allowed to have. Have but your I'll, one drink? Yeah. But still, like, I'll gladly go out and do that. But I, I don't have the time nor the patience 
to try to figure out how to play golf. Yeah. I, I feel like it would be fun depending on the group of people you're with. Like, like if you're having, if you're with friends that are either just as bad as you, or you have like a couple really good people that are genuinely interested in teaching you and like aren't competitive, they're like there to like build you up. I think that could be a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. but like the idea of just kind of adventuring out and like, Oh, what should I do today? Let's go play golf. That's no. Yeah. No. Like, I'll gladly go out and play tennis, and I'll play tennis with anybody, like, regardless mm. of whether or not I get my ass absolutely handed to me. Pickleball, same thing. I'll do it. I could even do pickup basketball. Mm. Like, your boy is not built for pickup basketball, but I'll do it. But golf is not one of those things that I would go out and just, you know, do either by myself or with people that I just don't know. Because for one, yeah. I know I'm hot garbage at it. So it's, just, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I, although I, yeah. I, I do enjoy like the golf with like special anime move aspect of this. Yes. No, that's the only <laughs> way that, like golf will be so. I want to do that with every sport though, is I want to like have like, this is my special move with this name that I'm going to yell out as I do, do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the overwhelming urge to want to go out and play golf after watching these and just shout silly names and then just hit the most garbage shot that anybody has ever seen. The it oh, it was real. The urge was so real to do that. Yeah, that's fun. I would so do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. So I'll gladly do it. Oh, so listen, after you get healed up, you want to go play golf and we can just uh, fuck yeah. with the people let's out go there? Play, <laughs> let's go play golf. <laughs> oh, God, let's do it putt-putting. <laughs> I'm actually decent at putt-putt, so I'd look like even more of a fool if I'm just out there shouting I'm... special moves and, you know, <laughs> trying to shoot a ball into a clown's mouth. <laughs> I'm zero to 100 with it. I went to play with one of the twins when we went to Niagara. And uh-huh. it was like, I either got it in like one or two or 17. There was no, <laughs> there was no middle. <laughs> oh, that's it. Whenever we get together, we got to play putt-putt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of like mine and Walker's thing. Anytime we go somewhere where there's a putt-putt course, we have to play each other. <laughs> and we keep trading wins back and forth. And he actually plays golf. I don't, <laughs> but I'm damn decent at putt putt. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm also the kind of person that's just like, all right, what's the stupidest way that I can do this and make it work? So I'll just make shots. I'll just ricochet <laughs> off all the walls and still get a hole in one. Hit it behind you. I've done that. <laughs> I've smacked it so hard, it's went all the way down, hit a wall, came back, and rolled past me, and I'm like, shit. You gotta hit it harder than that, so it goes down, back, and then back again. Have you seen the people that will, they're at a putt-putt course, and they'll tee it up, and then actually take a driver and smack it? Some of my favorite TikToks, because who knows what the fuck is beyond where they're shooting. They're like, all right, here's a T and a driver and poof. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of this show. Yeah, me too. Huge fan. A huge fan of the relationship that's developing between Eve and Owie, too. Yes. Yeah, and the fact that Eve named a shot after her is adorable. Oh, yeah. yeah I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, that was really cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, their ship has sailed. It's real cute. Oh, yeah. Also, Owie is officially just the biggest cinnamon roll. Yes. I, yeah. Out of everything we've covered this year, I, I think Owie's probably going to take best girl. <laughs> So yeah, far. we should add her to the spreadsheet. We really should. Uh, I'll I'll do it later. Okay, maybe. I'll let you do it because typing is hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I was helping my dad do a spreadsheet 
yesterday. Uh huh. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Never Is that again. from uh, like it sucks that much to type, or just trying to help your father Both. do a spreadsheet? Both. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, love that! Big, big fan of that. Yeah. Um, teaching a sixty-something-year-old man um, Control Z means undo. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't didn't work. Doesn't compute. <laughs> Love that. Love that very much. Uh, He's actually pretty technologically advanced for someone who, like, doesn't do tech. Like, he's he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but spreadsheets are so out of his, not just comfort zone, but also, like, he's just so bored. He doesn't give a shit. He's, like, oh, two years away that. from retiring. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care if the spreadsheet turns out okay. Like, like who <laughs> Not cares? my problem. Don't care. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Uh, we have uh, spreadsheets updated. I did it. Nice. I do it. I'm a genius. You did it. I did it. You All shall bow it. before me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, other than the fact that we have not talked about the story whatsoever, we can get into that next week. Uh, what do you give it? Um... I I'm in like an eight and a half right now. It's fucking good. Like it it's just like there's creepy, weird, icky elements to it, but it's like my I, the reason why I wouldn't have any complaints about like oh this is so, this sounds so weird. But like I have I've been very vocal in past about sexualizing minors in anime. However, in this circumstance, it is a mafia anime where they're, they've been established to, like, it's established that it's wrong and it's established that it's not a good thing and it's established that that's the world that they're in and they just have to deal with the cards that they've been played. So it's, like, very... It's not, like, out of pocket. That's a lot of the issue that I have with other animes is that, like, it fe- like it's just, like, well, they didn't need that element for the show. Like, it's it's they've just written that in because they can write it in and, you know, and now it's we- weird and icky. Yeah. Do, does that make sense? In this case, it's like, no, they're, it's it's about being teenagers growing up in rough circumstances. Mm. So, like, that... And it's done in a way to where it... <laughs> in a strange sense, it brings awareness to real-world issues in such a casual and understated way that you don't even realise that, that's, that it's affecting you... Like, you're then going to be more aware of that kind of thing when you, like, I don't know, scroll on the news on, like, TikTok or whatever, and then, like, a video comes up where it's, like, immigrants and kids and stuff, and and then you're like, oh, you know, it makes you clue into that side of the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's used as an actual proper plot device as well. And it's, like, a reason as to why they're fighting. It's not Mm -hmm. just, oh, let's be, you know, gross and... you know, gropey for absolutely zero reason. Like, no, everything that happens, like there is a real reason behind it and it calls it out for being wrong and, you Mm -hmm. know, areas that it's not supposed to, you know, be done. And it's like a reason as to why our main characters fighting is to get these people out of the situation. So it's very, like it's done in a tasteful and not disrespectful way. Yeah. But still kept within the parameters of anime. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like it's trying to like preach to you or um, that it feels it's not taking itself too seriously either. Also, like there isn't a level of expectation of anime of like, especially like kind of more silly animes like this, where like a certain level of skin is shown and like, and like jiggle physics, like it's a thing, like it's part of the anime culture, I guess. And, and Although a lot of people have arguments that it, it should change or it shouldn't be that way anymore, that is just how anime is for them, like at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it doesn't feel out of place within yeah. the world of anime, and that's a very delicate line for them to have walked. And I kind of really respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like it's it's like it was it was very entertaining. It's super fun. It's got a good like storyline to it it doesn't take itself too seriously but it does deal with heavy themes 
I'm impressed overall by the way that they've they've handled this anime. I'm sitting at like a like an eight and a half. Like I really enjoyed it. I was gonna say I'm right at about a nine. Yeah. Like it's it's gonna sound so petty, but the OP is the main reason as to why I'm not giving it any higher. No, I actually get that. Because I I enjoyed everything so much. It's just the OP was so underwhelming for me to where I'm like, fuck it, nine. <laughs> oh, it sounds so stupid. But no, yeah, no, nine. I get it. I get it. I have zero complaints about everything that I watched. Like, I didn't notice the baby hands <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> you have that. to find everything that clip just... because it's so funny. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find it somewhere. But yeah, overall, this is like kind of where I'm at because I enjoyed it. Everything was well done. I enjoyed mm-hmm. a lot of the plot devices that were used. The fact that there's an underground golf facility that is completely randomized. Mm-hmm. And yet it's using real world dynamics of they have to activate a dam to be able to do it. It's so ridiculous. And yet it's like so enjoyable. Yeah. So yeah, nine. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't have any of those triggers that we previously talked about and you're looking for a really dumb sports anime um, or like even if you're not looking for sports anime but you're looking for something that's like suspense and action, um, this this is a good one. Watch this one. And if you want like slight hints of romance that's not going to send you into a meltdown like what happens with Blue, this is one of those as well. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Very, very good. Highly, yeah. highly recommend. 100%. Yeah. So shall we Shall we just continue this next week then? I'm down. I'm down. All right. So that's, that's what we're doing next week. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on socials, BNB, any... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think we did plugs last week, so I'm, no. <laughs> I'm way out of the loop. BNB anime, literally everywhere. Yes. Brad Garen VO or Brad Carter Gaming, wherever you find all that. <clears throat> um yeah. Uh Blues Lavenders. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh outside of that, uh thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye.